0: What is up, gorgeous soul? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Fisher, and I am super excited to share this juicy as fuck live recording that I did on Instagram this past week, where we are going to be diving into a really important conversation around dismantling your internal hierarchies as a means to dismantle the hierarchies within the collective opting out of the entrepreneurial olympics and becoming deeply devoted to your unique path how the meaning you attribute to your experiences is actually what influences your reality not the experiences themselves why the push to avoid discomfort at all costs actually cock blocks you and how challenging situations can actually be a really deep invitation To being reinvigorated into your power. We also talk about why your success gets to be determined by how fulfilled and nourished you feel. And really this whole conversation is an invitation for you to reclaim your sovereignty in your business. So excited to have you here and let's get it. Hello, hello, hello. We're gonna be diving into a conversation all about reclaiming your sovereignty and your business. I'm just gonna give it a few moments for people to hop on. Hello, hello. Hello, Anna. Hello, Rach. Hello, Lexi. Hi, everyone. Hello, hello. We're gonna kick things off here in just a moment just going to give people a couple more seconds to tune in live. I'm so excited to be here with you. I, yes, full moon in Libra. I am a Libra, so I definitely felt that on the heavy. (laughs) Um, wild times. How are we feeling? Yeah. I feel like there's like a lot of, mm, like, Mm, yes. Redefining freedom. Like says, I genuinely, like, I just felt this like deep sensation in the collective energy today. And it was like dismantling the old and reclaiming your power, reclaiming freedom, reclaiming like what it means to be a human being running a business. Yeah. Like a human fucking being running a business so grateful to have you here. If you are joining live, say hello in the chat. And if you're watching the replay, I'd love for you to drop any reflections that come through. If this is your first time tuning into anything live with me, hello. I'm so excited to share this space with you. My lives are are very intuitive. They kind of hop all over the place in my natural manifesting generator style. So we're going to be diving into a few different pockets of this conversation today. But I want to start by talking about reclaiming your sovereignty in your business. Yeah. And the reason I feel like this is so important is I feel like when I was like mm, attuning to the energy within my containers today, when I was attuning to the energy that I was just feeling into on a collective level, there was just this like fire, this like feeling of like, fuck (laughs) the shit that like, isn't fucking an integrity. Let's burn it to the ground. Let's rise from the ashes. Let's really reclaim like what success means to us. Let's reclaim what it means to be in our power. Let's reclaim like who I am as a human being versus like a hum- a human doing like somebody who is, you know, just producing and, and is, is showing up from this place of performance or like needing to be a certain way all the time. And I had this beautiful, re- like, hmm, like reclamation this weekend where I really was able to like, actually feel like what success means to me. Okay. And I realized that my true success, true success is actually determined by how fulfilled and how nourished I feel when I wake up in the morning. And this was like this, like, delicious, like, re igniting energy in my body that was like, "Mm, yeah, like this is, this is special. This is something to really anchor in because let me know if you feel this, like, have you ever found yourself attributing your success to external circumstances? Like how well your launch went, how many clients you have, how many followers you have, how many likes you get, like things that are really just like vanity metrics that don't necessarily give you actual fulfillment and the thing to remember right is like it's really the feeling it's really the feeling behind or the feeling that's immersed within what you want that you're really after right it's it's like the fulfillment is what you're after it's the feeling of being satisfied it's the feeling of being free it's the feeling of like feeling nourished it's not actually about The numbers, it's not actually about the specific amount of money, it's not specifically about any of that. It's about what those things are doorways to. Yeah, it's like the feelings behind what you desire is what you're actually after. And so, having this like deep, potent acknowledgement and remembrance, right? It wasn't like something that was just like never always there, it was like the awakening, the remembering of. That success is actually determined by how fulfilled and nourished you feel. It's like, again, you're reclaiming your sovereignty in your business. It's like, how can I show up to the altar of my business with the intention that I desire to feel fulfilled, nourished, and embodied in freedom in whichever way that looks like to me as an individual human being. And what this gives permission to is to stop trying to live up to somebody else's idea of what it means to be successful. It's like dismantling this idea that you need to be something that somebody else wants or that somebody else has, that you get to be all of you. You get to be the full spectrum of what it means to be you. And so as we're starting to invite in this conversation of like reclaiming your sovereignty in your business, there's also this like really important piece that was like really, really alive within me this morning around when we start to choose to opt out of the entrepreneurial Olympics and we start to become deeply devoted to our unique path right? Our unique path, which is in fact unique because your life isn't going to look like anybody else's. You have your own unique experience, yeah? So when we, again, when we opt out of the entrepreneurial Olympics, when we become deeply devoted to our unique path, what we are actually called to do is dismantle our internal hierarchy, our internal pedestaling, as a means to actually dismantle hierarchies within the collective, right? So when we're having a conversation about reclaiming our sovereignty in our business and redefining what success means to us and attributing that success to like how fulfilled we feel, how nourished we feel, which can be byproducts of the things that we accomplish, right? Like I am deeply, deeply grateful that I run a very successful business. I am deeply, deeply grateful for the amount of clients that I get to serve. That isn't eradicated, but those aren't the true, like the true measurements of success are how I'm feeling in relationship with that money, how I'm feeling in relationship with serving people, with impacting people with being in integrity with that delicious purpose that God placed on the altar of my heart to fulfill. And so when we're inviting in, okay, so how do I dismantle pedestaling things? How do I dismantle hierarchies in the coaching industry? It starts with you. It starts with you first acknowledging Where you pedestal certain people, places, or things, maybe even parts of yourself. What internal hierarchies are or have been established that you are in some way connected to, and that in which becomes projected into the ways that you do business, the ways that you show up as a leader, the ways that you connect with others, the way that you're oriented. In the world, right, and so where this gets to become so powerful is the remembrance that you are not separate from what you desire, and that these like these hierarchy hierarchies that are created are illusions. Like they're not like they're not actually truth. They're perpetuated in our reality they're perpetuated in the third dimension but they're not it's not truth it's not rooted in truth and so it's like who do we get to become and who do we get to choose to be when we notice these things and how do we lead ourselves first and then also lead and walk alongside others as a as a means to dismantle these pedestals these hierarchies as a means of opting out of the entrepreneurial Olympics where we're just on the fucking hamster wheel trying to get to the next place and the next thing without even acknowledging the magic that we already are and what we've already created, right? Like desiring more isn't the problem. (laughs) Like you are inherently allowed and does and like God, the universe, whatever word resonates, like desires you to have a full, beautiful, abundant, prosperous life. Like wanting and desiring more isn't necessarily an issue unless it's coming from a place of lack as if you aren't already enough, as if you have something to prove to arrive there. And this is where like, there's so much bullshit in the spiritual community where it's like, Oh, like you need to be this way to get this thing or there's always healing. There's always this. And it's like, yeah, like of course, like we're human. Like we're always transforming. We're, we're in like a path of evolving Yeah, but there isn't like be mindful of where like good girl conditioning or, you know, insert whatever man person conditioning. If that if the the female gender doesn't resonate, like be careful of when that becomes like cloaked in some spiritual jargon that is actually like just keeping you fucking spinning your tires and keeping you from seeing your power right now like seeing how magical you are right now, seeing how capable you are right now and how you don't have anything to prove. Like there's nothing to prove because you're created in God's image, right? You're created. Like you are a part of God, the universe source. Like you're not separate. So there's nothing to prove to arrive. It's literally like you just remembering and reclaiming your inherent worthiness, and your capacity to be the full spectrum of what it means to be you in this lifetime. And this is partially why something that I so when I when I had my medicine mushroom medicine journey in February, I moved through a lot of really powerful experiences with the mushrooms and one of the things that they gifted me was like this conversation around discomfort, not meaning, not meaning that you're unsafe. Okay. And the thing is, is that so many people, and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not saying that I'm perfect at this. Like we're fucking, we're having a real ass human conversation here. Like I am very human and I am not saying that I am perfect at this. Okay. But there's this like push constantly and you may very well recognize this within yourself to avoid discomfort. It's like you feel a challenging emotion and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I need to go into the depths of shadow work and heal myself or oh my God, something's terribly wrong with me or I am like something's fundamentally broken and it's fucking bullshit. It's bullshit because you are human Discomfort is actually a part of the experience. Do I believe that we have to struggle? Absolutely not. I think that struggling is, again, something that we opt into. And I'm not saying that there is... Okay, let me be careful with what I say here. I am not saying that there aren't people in the world that are like going through some really fucking terrible things and that they chose that. That's not what I'm saying in this conversation. I'm speaking specifically about um being a leader and and this is a very a conversation that's oriented around business i want to just make that very clear because i don't want it to come across as though i'm speaking about some really terrible things that happen in the world and just basically saying like oh yeah like they chose that absolutely fucking not that's it's way more fucking nuanced than that for sure 100 percent. so anyways Pushing to avoid discomfort at all costs cock blocks you (laughs) because challenging situations can actually be an invitation to be reinvigorated into your power. So if you're opting out of discomfort every time it knocks on your door because you believe on some level that you have to be happy and Joyful and all these, like you know, bel- delicious feelings in order to be worthy or capable, or maybe you are so attached to the healing paradigm that you're not even allowing yourself to actually be within the spectrum of discomfort because the moment you feel it, you feel like there's a problem to solve, and therefore. You continually are, like, in this, like, mm, you're just, like, on this hamster wheel of, like, trying to fix yourself. (laughs) And in reality, it's, like, the surrender into the discomfort is actually the way in which you move through it with grace, love, and compassion for your humanness, your humanity. If you are constantly trying to heal that which isn't actually fucking broken... It's no wonder you feel stuck. It's no wonder you keep feeling like you're not getting it because you're actually, you're not even letting yourself have the experience of being human. You're, you're just constantly trying to fix yourself. You're trying to heal. And you're like, again, you're kind of, you're on this like healing hamster wheel when discomfort arises instead of being like, I'm having a whole ass human moment right now. How can I love myself? How can I have compassion for myself in this moment? What do I need right now? What needs of mine need to be met and can I actually lead myself to meet those needs? What does that actually get to look like for you? Who are you when discomfort kisses your body? Because who you are in those moments, again, is an invitation to be reinvigorated into your power if you so choose. What is up, gorgeous soul? Just quickly interrupting this week's episode to invite you into my new program, Boulder. This is an invitation for you to make bolder moves, have a bolder expression, and leap into a new chapter of bold as fuck leadership. This is a five-week immersive experience where you are going to leap into a chapter of your leadership that is rooted in you boldly embodying the full spectrum of what it means to be you. This is a five-week body, mind, and soul expansive experience, and I'm so fucking excited to have you inside. For all the details, you're going to want to make sure to go to rachelfishercoaching.com slash boulder, or of course, clicking the link in the show notes for easy access. I am so fucking pumped to share this with you. This program comes from the deepest part of my soul. And it's just going to be such a delicious five-week journey. And I am so excited to have you there. Now back to today's episode. And again, I'm, I'm not saying that I am perfect at this. I am very fucking human, my friends. <laughs> like, there are days where I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? And like, that is okay. You know, it's okay. Um, and what I've learned and what I continue to learn more and more is that my capacity to hold myself through discomfort and pain is the exact amount of capacity I have for pleasure. It's the exact amount of capacity I have for the, the full deliciousness of life. To the depths in which I allow myself to feel that discomfort, that pain, is to the depths in which I actually allow in the pleasure and the satisfaction. And this isn't to be confused with victimhood. This isn't to be confused with wallowing in your shit, but this is an opportunity to like meet yourself in the full spectrum of what it means to be human and to learn to love yourself in all shapes, ways, and forms. Yeah. It's so, so important to look at life as this giant, incredible opportunity to have experiences. And it's like we have the capacity to to create the meaning of those experiences through the ways that we believe things, or through the the stories we tell ourselves, and the way we identify with things. And this is actually kind of what leads me into this part of this the part of this conversation that I think is so important, because when I was talking about like the <laughs> kind of bullshit of like. You need to be high vibe to receive or like, you need to be, um, fully healed and like transcend your negative space to like be this powerful being like, fuck all of that. Um, (laughs) truthfully, how, so the meaning in which you, the meaning in which you, um, (laughs) the meaning in which you attribute to your experiences is actually what influences your reality, okay? It's not the experiences themselves. And I'm going to kind of dive into this a little bit deeper because I feel like it it takes a little bit of explanation because it is really quite a nuanced perspective. Feeling, so for example, okay, feeling sad doesn't mean you're fucked if you're in the middle of a launch, for example, right? But if you identify, right, if on an identity based level within your subconscious, if on that level, you identify with sad meaning that you're incapable of receiving, then your subconscious will seek out evidence to prove you right. Okay. And so I'm going to kind of give you a few different ways for this to like marinate in your body. Okay. What you believe on an identity level is what actually matters. And so, for example, okay? So, for example, if on an identity level, and I'll use myself as an example. So, I, through a lot of the work that I've done within myself, the people that I've worked with for, like, for those of you that don't know, one of the things that I, um, one of the ways in which I support people is through hypnotherapy. So, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. and do many things, but that's one of them. And I've also worked with hypnotherapists. And so I've done a lot of reprogramming. Okay. And so on an identity level, I believe that my emotions have nothing to do with how I receive money. Like I believe that to be true on an identity level. In fact, many evidence, much evidence has shown me that like I've been in the middle of a launch and I've had a multiple five figure launch. Like I have integrated and reprogrammed my subconscious, to be on board with that. That's an identity-based belief that money does not give a fuck about my emotional states, okay? Because I believe that to be true on an identity level, if I feel sad during a launch, it doesn't mean anything, okay? It doesn't mean anything. I'm like, oh, okay, I feel sad today. What do I need today? And it might even be like, I feel sad for an hour. What do I need, <laughs> what do I need to do to support myself so I can move through this? However, if you're somebody, again I'm going to use this example, if you're somebody who on an identity level believes that when you're sad you are incapable of receiving, then that is what your subconscious will provide evidence to prove you right for. So it's not this like golden rule that like your emotions dictate your capacity to receive in your business. There are people out there that are experience a wide range of mental and emotional challenges. I have ADHD. I'm fucking all over the place sometimes. Can you imagine if I believed that I like somehow was incapable of running a business because I have a neurodivergent brain and like struggle with organizing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like And there's people out there that run businesses that, you know, experience depression, experience anxiety. Like, if it was ultimately true that your emotions dictated money and your capacity to receive, like, no. It's just not ultimately true. It's not true. But for you as an individual, if your subconscious beliefs are intertwined with an identity in which that is true. You will have evidence in your reality that proves you right. And this is where taking that radical self-responsibility over your healing, liberation, and pleasure is so crucial. And when I say healing in this regard, I mean the acknowledgement that you hold the capacity and the power to reprogram and shift your mind, your body. You get to really shape what it is, going, what, what it is um, that you are desiring in your life? You are not the things that have happened to you. They are real lived experiences that do challenge you, that do cause pain, I'm sure, right? I mean We've, ha- we've all had our own past, but you're not the things that happened to you. You have the ability to evolve. And so this is why identity-based coaching is so important and why I like why it's an absolute priority in the work that I do with my clients. Because when we're talking about reclaiming your sovereignty in your business, we're talking about you reclaiming your internal sovereignty as a human being, a human being who runs a business, a human being who is on a unique path, having a wide range of experiences, not just like yesterday, but like every fucking moment, right? Like (laughs) it's a lot sometimes, yeah? And like where, how do you hold yourself? Like how do you love yourself through that without making yourself wrong? Challenge doesn't need to be synonymous with I am wrong or I am broken or I need fixing. It's an opportunity to remember that like discomfort doesn't mean you're not safe. Being challenged doesn't mean that something is like inherently wrong with you. You actually get to like recognize that, huh, maybe I'm being, hmm, challenge or maybe I am experiencing this discomfort or maybe I'm experiencing this like in between void energy because I'm actually being propelled into something that I really desire and I've really been asking for. But if you are meeting that discomfort and challenge, right, without the acknowledgement that what you're experiencing is preparing you for what you've asked for, then you're basically praying for something asking God for something and then when you're on the journey to getting there you're going that's not good enough you didn't give me what I wanted it's not easy enough and then God's like well (laughs) um I'm like trying to get you to where you want to go but you're not willing to take the path to get there you just want to bypass your humanity to get there and like and again, I'm not saying that it needs to be a struggle. Like, I mean, I've had magical fucking things land in my life with ease. But it's like when it is, when it is uncomfortable, when there is void energy, what are you making that mean? Because <laughs> it's, it's the meaning you attribute to your experiences that actually is influencing your reality. I see it all the time. And I've even, fuck, I've been there too. Where it's like you're having a bad day or having a hard time, right? And now you're like, oh, my fucking life is ending. I'm not, like, I'm, like, I suck. Everything's hard. And the next day you're like, I'm back, bitch. And so, like, what if you didn't make it mean that, like, something is terribly wrong or, like, something um is wrong with you and you're having a hard time? What if you're like, yeah, well, this too shall motherfucking pass. Like, who are you when discomfort kisses your body? And so this is why trusting and having faith are non-negotiables, are non-negotiables. Because your self-worth influences every aspect of your life and out. of your business so and perhaps you're like well how do I how do I trust myself more how do I have faith more and the invitation is that it's not so much about doing anything it's actually about surrendering to the incredible Mystical, miraculous, and magical essence of life. It's acknowledging that there is unseen realms. It's acknowledging that you're not the creator. You are co-creating with God. And remembering that changes everything. Because instead of trying to create from willpower alone, you are creating... Alongside something that created everything that is, including you. And how magical is that? How What a gift is it that you hold the capacity and the keys that unlock the door to your desires. It's pretty powerful. And so, this isn't to say... That we sit on the sidelines of our life and watch things happen, right? Now, I'm very, very much an advocate for aligned action and devotion. Because guess what? You're not always going to feel motivated. Mm-mm. Not always going to feel motivated. And this is why devotion is key. It's key. So, when you start to acknowledge the type of person you desire to be, right? A little journaling practice that I feel is so incredibly helpful is to start the sentence with, I'm the type of person who... I am the type of person who... And finish the sentence. Because when you become the type of person uphold certain standards boundaries expectations belief systems devotion is what carries you forward because motivation will not always be there you're not always going to trust yourself to your core sometimes you got to lean into trusting god and then that will reignite your internal trust system And so as we kind of close off this conversation, I'm just going to actually, before I do that, there's been a lot of comments and I want to make sure I acknowledge all of you beautiful humans that are, that are here. Ooh, there's a lot of comments. Hello. Thank you for sharing your perspectives and for sharing this space with me. Hmm. Whoa. I needed to hear this. Love this. You have great energy. Thank you. I uh, like it myself. Um, (laughs) I know the struggle in action. It feels like a roller coaster, but this internal work, it's possible to know what success looks for you. looks like for you and feel fulfilled and well nourished with these internal shifts. Yeah. It's like what, like, again, if you can get your energy behind that your success is actually determined by how fulfilled and nourished you feel. Then it's like, okay, from that place, well, what gives you nourishment? What feels fulfilling? Knowing that when you acknowledge those things and you actually give yourself permission to be immersed in that which is pleasurable, fulfilling, and nourishing, you get to invite in that energy into your business. Like sometimes when like you know, things feel really tricky or like you're having a hard time, you know, doing something in your business, it's like, go for a motherfucking walk, go dance, go take a shower. Like reestablish a sense of nourishment and know that that will be poured back into your business. It is a opportunity though, to remember that self-leadership is everything. When you're leading in a business, when you're leading others, how you're leading yourself influences all of that it's so, so important. So it's like, yeah, really determining, like what is fulfillment? What does that mean to me? What does nourishment mean to me? And can I look at that as a measurement for success and acknowledging that when I'm desiring more money or I'm desiring to have a sold out launch or whatever the case is, that it's the feelings behind that that you desire. So how can you allow yourself to embody those feelings Knowing that that carries you through those experiences. And again, wanting more is not bad. You get to have your cake and eating it. You get to eat it motherfucking too, 100%. I am all for living a life that is rooted in prosperity and abundance. But who you're being on the journey in the pursuit of more will influence and impact everything. Thank you for sharing your reflection. I'm just going to scroll. Wow, I needed to hear this. Hmm... I love how you explain energy and how to handle it through self. (laughs) We're aliens, I swear. Of course we are. We're floating on a goddamn planet in space. We're definitely aliens. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for sharing. Oh, I'm just seeing if there's any questions. Exact message I received yesterday. Surrender and stop doing. Hi, Micah. Lex says, love you. You are part of my recognition in my misalignment with self-punishing and denying myself of the open receiving end. Mm, Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, remembering that you are so fucking capable. You're so powerful. Like, I always like to say that you would never, ever be gifted a vision and a mission that you couldn't bring forth into the world like you would never be gifted that if you couldn't do it and then as a human being our job is to learn and to grow and to transform and to love and to like really just experience being human Our souls are infinite like but we're our human selves are here so temporarily like we're not here to bypass the human experience. We're not here to transcend to the 5d and never experience pain. That's some bullshit. We're human and it's hard sometimes and it's also beautiful and magical and juicy and like I can like smell the fresh air right now. I can smell this like Delicious candle one of my dear friends made. I'm like drinking this delicious hot drink. I love my lifes in the other room. I've got two kitties that I fucking love. I got a business I love. And also some days I feel like a goddamn potato and I want to watch Netflix and I don't want to do anything. All of it's perfect. Everything is perfect. Everything is perfect. Even when it seems like it's not. Mm. Woo! Feeling alive. So, thank you for being here. Thank you for watching. Thank you for sharing your energy with me. Thank you for being a part of my life. I love you. And mm, yeah, reach out if you need anything. I have one spot open for private coaching. Um, yeah, one spot open for private coaching for May. After that, it's taken and fully booked out for several months. So if you want to work with your girl, slide into my DMs. Um, (laughs) One space open for Voxer coaching as well. And uh, there's something real, something real exciting coming out in a few weeks. Something's relaunching. Little breadcrumb is uh, to do with embodied leadership. And if you've been around for a while, you might know what it is. So exciting anyways i gotta run I'm going to a massage Mwah! love you love you love you thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the embodied leadership podcast if you enjoyed this episode please take a second to rate and review each review helps us reach more coaches and entrepreneurs just like you and also don't forget to check out our blog each week which you'll find in the show notes I would absolutely love for you to take a screenshot and share this episode to your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Rachel Fisher. I can't wait to see you next week. Talk to you soon.